Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at NFL on Twitter and of course follow the group at UK Packers and as usual I'm joined by Meow Buddy, Meow Pal, it's out eight. I'm trying to hold in my excitement, Peter. Uh, it's the first preview pod. It's a quick snaps podcast and I'm falling over myself with excitement. It's a quick 10 minute uh, boom 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 podcast, uh, which is not like us to not talk mile a minute. So let's start off with some pleasantries. How are you? I'm just so excited, Steve. I'm it's the same. Finally, it's 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 finally here. Let's hope that we're just feeling this way on Friday as well. But yeah, yeah, we don't want any zombie Friday where we're knackered because <laughs> we're staying up late. So, to any US listeners that are listening, uh, myself and Peter and all of the UK and European fan base, because every time we say this, we always get some guy who's further afield who says, "Well, I get up at okay, pop, right? <laughs> it's not a competition." Calm down, sit down, relax. You don't get a prize. Um, but yeah, we're what what times the game start officially? One o'clock in the morning. Yeah, one um, something. Yep. So which usually leads to so Sunday night football is Zombie Monday. So this, we don't want this to be a Zombie Friday. We want this to be you know, I don't know, Fun Friday. Fun Friday. Yes. Fantastic Friday. There you go. And all the other iterations. <laughs> like for anybody else who has any more alliteration, put it on a postcard and send it to UK Packers HQ. Um, uh, you know Ireland, and they'll know where to send it. So Peter, we'll dive straight in. Um, I was looking at stats and everything else, but the the intrigue of this game really comes with uncertainty on both sides of the ball and not to regurgitate some of the generic crap that i see uh from the states because you know what i did today um i sat there you, you know what do you know what i do too i ask you a question and then i don't wait for you to go what did you do steve and i just play on right because hey quick snaps uh, i was listening to a bears podcast peter and they honestly spent and i timed it because i had to listen right and this is time i'll never get back 16 minutes talking about how the relationship is going to be between Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. It was complete hogwash. Um, so I think we'll skip that talk. But one thing that I am interested to see is, is first off, Soldier Field, they went 7-1, and one, the Bears, last season. So damn near perfect. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be loud and everyone's going to be excited and amped up and ready to go. Despite the fact that on this Bears podcast, they said that, oh, uh, yeah, you know, there's not a lot of excitement going around from the Packers camp. Yes, there is. This is the most excitement that there's been in Packer fandom uh, since Mike McCarthy left the building. So the thing about this is going to be it's a loud atmosphere. We have Matt LaFleur trying to cope with real game time uh, scenarios and maybe falling behind. Or maybe getting ahead, who knows? And what is he going to strategize there? It's going to be really loud. Can he communicate the plays? And can he call correct plays or hand it over to Aaron Rodgers as such if we go down by a few? I think it's I think it's going to be going to be just fine. I mean, we we can we can delve into this and find all kinds of reasons if you want to look for them why the Packers might struggle. And on the flip side, if we want to look for reasons why there's a you know, we've got a positive vibe. I think. I think we can. I think we can find those two. I, mean, I, I think that there's going to be no issue between Rogers and Lafleur. If there's going to be an issue, it's a huge if. I think that comes down further down the line if the Packers get off to a poor start over a, over a series of games. Yeah. And that's pu- and that's purely going to be about media pressure and every you know lots of pressure and lots of repeating of the same questions and all of that kind of thing you know if if they're if they're one and five in after six games which they won't be everybody they won't be but if they <laughs> were that's when the that's when you know the, 
the the pressure's on and all of this stuff will will start coming out but uh, but we're not in that situation and we won't be yeah and i mean that's nothing to do with uh, aaron Rodgers' ego at that stage either if a team loses they turn on the coach that's what happens i don't expect that to happen here but i do think that everyone's going to have a little bit of extra rope uh, because this situation is quite new now one thing i will say and this is something to look out for is what we saw in the preseason is not the matt lafleur offense we saw glimpses of it now matt lafleur's offense we don't know what it is but it's from looking at his tape and also which i think which is erroneous is to look at sean mcveigh and um, because i think just the fact that mcveigh farted in the floor's direction does not mean that he's going to be able to regurgitate what mcveigh is doing he's a very different beast and um, but what i would say is is that um the the signs that we were told that we're going to get with this is some of the signs that I saw in preseason. This is what I'm looking out for on offense. And the real matchup comes here is the fact that Matt LaFleur is going to be calling um, his first game as head coach. You have Chuck Pagano on the opposite side for the Bears, who's going to be um, the defensive coordinator, who again is calling plays. And he hasn't called plays since his, since his Baltimore days. So for all of those years in Indianapolis, he never called plays. So this is new to him as well. Now, the talent that he has is off the wall, so it's unbelievable. But the only way, and we've seen it time and time again, and we see it when we come up against the Rams offense, uh, when people come up against the Ravens, um, the easiest way to beat a tough defense is to get the ball out of your hands quickly. Last year, and we remember what we did last year in week one as well, uh, by the way, uh, anybody listening, is that you know we still came back and did the business. Now, this time, and th- this was with an offense who the, the plays got stale, they were predictable. McCarthy and Rodgers were running the same offense for forever. Everyone sort of knew what to look out for. Uh, the defensive coordinator and the Bears side of things was pretty adept at trying to get to Rodgers and doing his thing. So now, you know, no one knows what's going to happen. But the, the number one thing about LaFleur's offense, and I'll stop talking now because I know it's quick snaps. I need to get you on the mic here, Peter, is the fact that what we should expect is bunch formations confusion so we're going to be running stuff that looks like a run it's going to be a pass it looks like a pass is going to be a run uh, but there's an awful lot of pre-snap shifting which is going to sort of do a telltale sign of what the bears defense is set up to do uh, we have the safety valve in the running back and that's going to have some quick yardage so rogers is going to be given a couple of options and he can going to be able to dump it off to the running backs which now should be healthy um and all these rub routes that are going to sort of you know get lads open so we already have an advantage over the bears defense this year that we didn't have last year as well as the element of surprise so although it could go really really well it could go really really poorly we really don't know what we're going to have until you know halfway through the season no exactly exactly right and I, and I think you know we have to we have to prepare ourselves for you know one or two players won't go the way that they're intended to go. We might have one or two guys that run, run the wrong, wrong routes or whatever else. This is early, early days. I think, I think the key is, and like many, many games, but I think in particular, this one, given the, the, the bears defense is, is how strong is the Packers offensive line? How well does that offensive line play tomorrow, tomorrow night to give, you know, Rogers the time to the time to pass and then establish, establish the running game. You know, if if Bakhtiari and Balaga bring their bring their A games, then the Packers have got a good shot tomorrow night. Yeah, I suppose we just don't want Rodgers running around like a blue arse fly. Now the thing is, is that the Bears are three point favourites in this game, and when the Bears have been favourites in games last season, uh, you know they've pretty much brought the brought home the bacon about seventy percent of the time. So this does lean in the Bears' favour, I won't lie, um, because it's going to be mass confusion, Peter, right? Because we are only betting down this offence still and it's going to make a terrible racket. Yeah, and, you know, and, and, and history says that the rookie head coaches 
struggle in the first you know first few games in which they're in which they're coaching and it's not so much down to them but it's all about like you've alluded to as a new system and every, and everything else going on and, you, and you've only got to look back at the, the the history of the recent history of the packers of you know McCarthy the first half of his first season the pack the packers struggled installing a new offense it even happened with with you know with Holmgren and and you can keep and you can keep going back and and, and probably Vince is the one that bucks that bucks that trend where they started strongly and then struggled a bit in his first year but but typically you know and this, and this and this is what this is what happens and you know one of the one of the bad omens if you like if you look at last year's rookie head coaches week 1 they went 0 and 7 in in week 1 of the season and and it's just and it's just one of those things but I, but I, I i think the packers have got a real shot at this um i think if the offensive line could stay strong and and hold up the the pass rush in particular you know Khalil Mack and and Leonard Smith and 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 and, and those Leonard Floyd and and those guys then i think then i think the packers have got a, a good shot at it the other thing for me is we don't know how well the Packers' defense is going to play. Again, like the offense, they've not shown that much in preseason, very, very deliberately. I think what they do need to do is to is to make the most of any opportunities that they get. Yeah. You know, so so there's likely to be, you know, an interception or two opportunity out there, and they have to take them. You know, in a in a game in a game that's close, in a game where the offense is going to take a bit of time to bed in. They've got to take those opportunities. Yeah, and for what preseason is worth, and as you say, I mean, not a whole lot, but Petten put the players into the position to make those tackles. They just weren't making them. Now, we were dealing with second, third, fourth string players that have since moved on. So I believe when the starters are in there, they're going to have to knock the rust off themselves, as will Aaron Rodgers, because it has been a trend um, when he hasn't played preseason that when he comes out, he does look rusty. Um, yeah. So that's where we're going to. And another important factor to this game is too is that apart from Devonte Adams, you know, there's no real safety valves there for Aaron Rodgers as such. You know, there's no Jordy Nelsons or Randall Cobbs that he can go to. Um, so you know, we're looking for these young guys to step up as well and seeing what the tight ends can do. You know, will they bring two tight end sets? I'm going to say no because we've said for how many you know seasons now like oh this this is the year the two tight end sets let's reserve uh judgment for that as well but like you say there's not enough uh, sort of said about the defense for the packers here and we have been upgraded uh, we don't really know what we have in preston and z smith until they take the field and you know are they worth the books let's see if they can sort of disrupt the game and also like this is a prime time game this is the opener you know the super bowl champs should be playing this game but it's Packers Bears. All eyes are going to be on both of these teams. It will be very intriguing to see how both sides respond to that. Because ordinarily, I would have said, "Oh, well, look at the Packers. They've all veterans. They've Super Bowl champs on the team. You know, they'd be expected to come out and just eat this pressure for breakfast." That's not the case anymore. We have a young team now, so I don't know how they're going to respond to this pressure. No, that's very true. But I, I, I think there's more pressure on the Bears. Yeah. There is on the there is on the Packers. A the Bears are you know, as you described three point or three and a half point favourites. But 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 I also think you know the Bears are opening the season at home. They'll be expecting to win, and and whilst you know I'm sure in the Packer locker room the players and the coaches are expecting to win. I I just think a loss would knock more out of the Bears than it would out of the Packers. Yeah, you know for for, for the Packers to go on the road and lose 
to the Bears, particularly if it was a close game, you know, will be yeah, yes, very disappointing. Of course, of course it will. But I, but I, th- but I think that's that would be less of a downer, if you like, than for the Bears to lose, because I think for them to have lost a home division game opening the season, um, I, I, so I think the pressure is more on the Bears than it is on Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, do I ask for score predictions, or do we both think that potentially the Bears could win this, so we just skip that section and go straight to the end? <laughs> uh, well, my 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 heart says the Packers are going to win in a in a sneaker, but my 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 head my head says the the Bears are going to win it by about four points. Yeah, um, and that's kind of almost that you know the home field advantage dif- difference that you typically get three or four points. Um, but I think the Packers have a shot as if they take if they take their opportunities. You know, if 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 they get touchdowns instead of field goals, and in particular they take those turnover opportunities because, you know, turnovers are, are crucial. Yeah, it's going to be a weird game. I think there's more to this game than we've even went on about. I mean, if you look at the officiating, this is going to be the first game where those refs are going to be out there and are going to be calling some pretty silly stuff, I could imagine, um, because they're going to try bed down the rules. It's not going to be Clay Matthews part two by any stretch. Um, so that's going to play a role in this game as well. I do think that uh, it's, you know, the, the score running close could be true, but I do also think that there's no reason why the Packers can't make a blistering start. Matt Nagy came out. Uh, he'd actually called less plays than Matt LaFleur did uh, when he took over the head coaching job of the Bears. Look at the job that he did. He was voted the best coach of the year um, at the end of it all. You know, brings them to the playoffs. The double doink shame uh, that kicks them back out again. Uh, this is a good Bears squad. Uh, we are definitely up against it. We are not the favourites by any imagine. So anybody, you know, Packer fans who have rose-tinted glasses to say, oh, don't write us off, whatever. Yeah, of course. And if anybody who says, oh, when you've got Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers you've got a... Do you know what? Put on some concrete boots... And jump in a river. Just, just jump in a river because that is lazy journalism. So we're not going to say that. Uh, but at the same time, Peter, we do have Aaron Rodgers. So, um, so yeah, look, th- there's no reason why we can't come out to a fast start, but it is up against us. I reckon that with LaFleur calling plays, if he goes far behind, does he panic? And if he does panic, does he tr- start throwing in some crazy stuff? I will say, finally, uh, there was a guy who DM'd me, very nice gentleman from Wisconsin, new to the podcast. He has predicted a trick play. And he says that he wants to put it down in writing so that he can prove it after. I'm going to say it on the podcast. Um, I'm going to call him Paddy. His name's Patrick. Uh, he's after saying that Robert Tonyan was a quarterback, a pretty good one in high school and college. So he predicts that uh, it's going to look like Tonyan's coming out late to the field in a late switch and ends up getting the ball snapped to him and making a pretty snazzy pass. So I'm going to put that out there for Paddy. Paddy, if it comes true, uh, you know, next week I'll be asking for a lot of numbers off you. But... Uh, that, I think that's <laughs> well I, ho- I hope that Matt Nagy's not listening yeah well that's the thing as well and, and we all know this is where they get all of their nubs of information because we are <laughs> subject matter experts so listen uh, he's been at IT Hedgehog I've been at Steady the NFL follow the two of us and don't be stingy with it it's actually free to follow us it's free and follow the group at UK Packers we've got meetups coming in week two which is crazy it's like about a week away and uh, that's in Manchester you can buy tickets for that or rock up to the door if you buy tickets you get a welcome drink uh, and finger food if you don't buy tickets uh, well then we get the bouncer to you know check your ID and say not tonight mate and turn your way right that might happen uh, and then Cardiff get your arses in gear we still haven't hit the numbers that we need uh, to actually hold the event uh, so any of those lackadaisical Welshmen uh, get your arse in gear lads will you uh, book some tickets if not DM us and let us know 
know that you're coming. After we make this blistering win in week one, and after you see the fun that we have in Manchester in week two, you're going to want to go to that meetup in week three on the 22nd of September. Also, uh, for all of the Wisconsinites that have messaged recently asking... Uh, oh are you guys coming over yes we are week seven versus the raiders but that's enough of an outro our 10 minute quick snaps podcast is nearly 20 minutes <laughs> so that's that kind of books the trend here peter doesn't it really um but there we go any any last words peter right now before we uh hold our peace go pack go go pack go bring it on baby